My God, they're not telling you this. No, sorry, have you got to put age disclaimer on this thing because what's going on? What's going on? Hi, everyone, it's Beatrice, it's Tammy, and it's Sharon, and welcome to the 35th episode of the BTS podcast. Guys, you're going to have to bear with us this week because, listen, it's by God's strength that we are here. Energy right now is on zero. Like, negative it's, even. It's on minus <laughs> a thousand. Like, we'll even get into this, but listen, just just thank God for life. That's all I'm going to say. Just thank God for life. We are well. So, yeah, but I just bear with us, please. But, yeah, I guess I kind of alluded to the fact that this week has been something but let me check in with you guys before i start my rant so how was you guys this week tammy tell us about these customers please what the heck oh yeah what the heck is going okay. on today you know yeah i thought this week was gonna start off i thought this week was gonna be really good mm, because the too. sun was out mm-hmm. like the sky was literally blue. bearing in mind guys it's actually wednesday <laughs> <laughs> so already <laughs> The, the sky was blue, as in mm. I didn't see a damn cloud in the sky. Mm. And then the week, um, <laughs> that good week came to an end on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, at my job, um, basically I work in customer service and um, these customers, they're very rude. And mm. the thing is, it's not even like they're like customers like that. It's like, I don't know how to explain, but they're not customers because they're not buying anything, but obviously they're requiring a service. Mm. So um, obviously I'm trying to help this lady and um, she's kind mm. of, she's old. I can tell that she's old on the phone. Mm. And one, I'm listening to, one. honestly, old and white. Mm. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> she was old and white. That's what she was. And I feel like she could tell that I was black because I've heard that on the phone before, like, I know you're a black woman. I'm thinking, wait, how did you know? I'm wait, someone said that. Is that what she front? said? No, someone else has said that before. I know that you're black. Do you know what? This energy comes because they can't see you. Because they would never. They would honestly. Never. In a shop, in a, on a shop floor environment. Are you crazy? Honestly. To carry out of this story. Honestly. And um, obviously, I don't talk like this when I'm on the phone. I'm a lot more. Well, I mean, you sound normal. So I don't really know what talk like that is. No, but obviously, yeah, trust, like, is... you have to put on, like, you have to code switch. You can't talk. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so I was listening to what this woman was saying. And I think there was, like, a two-second gap, like, a just a silence. Because I was trying to understand what she was saying because she wasn't making any sense. So, you mm. know, the ones where someone's talking to you, you're like, um, okay. And obviously, I can't say okay on the phone. Mm. So, in my head, I've said, okay. And obviously, while she's talking to me, I have to also, I'm also doing things as well, like on my computer. So it's not mm. like it's just her, like I'm doing other stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. So she was like, have you hung up on me? You silly little rat. Eh? No way. I was like, <laughs> I was like what the I'm heck? still here. Oh. And then she was like, <laughs> like the audacity. Oh. I felt like she probably thought that she wasn't. (laughs) She probably thought that she wasn't gonna get um a response back. But I was just like, I'm still here. And then she was like, Oh, 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 oh. Mm. 
Did she apologize? Yeah, she was like, I'm so sorry. Like, and I was like, as I said, I was like, I don't think it's appropriate for you to be calling me names. And then she was just like, yeah, I'm I'm just, because obviously she was a bit concerned about whatever it is. And I had already been reassuring her that everything Mm. was going to be okay. But you're still Mm. saying, I'm scared, I'm scared. I'm thinking, oh my God, like, can Mm. you just get off this phone? And then when she called me a silly little rat, I was awake. I was like, excuse me? Who is a, I'm thinking who is a rat? And obviously <laughs> you still have to keep um professional. So I was just like I was just like, yeah, this conversation is over. Like I can't even believe that she said that. She was just like, I'm so sorry. And I'm just like and she kept on apologizing. I'm like, it's I was like, it's okay. I didn't even say bye. She was like, okay. And I, I just let her hang hang up because these customers, they're actually rude. they hmm. especially the old ones. Can I can I share some customer customer experiences as yeah, well go since on. we're on this topic? So obviously, most people that know me know that I used to we work know! in the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most people that know me, if you've known me from like uni, you know that I dedicated two and a half years to... Jesus. Two and a half years. We just love it, Lord. Be the word. <laughs> Lord, be my tongue. It's true. Anyway, I dedicated two and a half years of my Not life. Dedicated. To, uh... No, honestly, bitches, it was dedicated, dedicated because when Sharon to, left yeah. there, she took a picture in front of the store as if saw, she just okay, bought a new know. house. I was like, um we know. Tammy will say this from now <laughs> to Kingdom so Come. Funny, Sharon. I no, it was funny because like that. I yeah, because you lot have not. Have not dedicated your lives to a job like I No, have, but Tammy did try though. What Tesco? Oh, Tesco. Oh, yeah, I dedicated. Tammy was getting double pay on Sundays. <laughs> I was, first, of all, first of all, I was getting time and a half. I wasn't getting double, and I only worked five <laughs> okay. hours on a Sunday, so it wasn't that much. Yeah, please don't even try it. I worked sixteen hours plus my degree on top Sharon, plus ACS. Please, I please. I yeah. was doing ACS. I also did Tesco. And I was on my feet. Sorry, for, but I was on my feet for most of my shift, and I used to do a nine. How long did you do? How long did you do Tesco for? A year. And don't exaggerate. Thank you. I said I dedicated two and a half years of my life. Anyway, do you know what you? No, 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 no. Beatrice, Beatrice, you two, you've worked at three before, yeah. You guys yeah. sit down. And you and you'll be sit down. And not no, you're time. not allowed to sit down though. You're not actually allowed to sit down when customers you're not are in the store. To sit down. Okay, but when customers are not in the store, you still they still want to make you stand up. Still, uh, you look, uh, there's only uh, one chair, you know, one staff chair. Well, you don't <laughs> be playing games on <laughs> your <laughs> phone. There's no playing games on your phone. Anyway. <laughs> No, nah, do you know what? Sorry, I know Sharon's gonna go back to the stories, but on a re- on a serious note, I think me and Sharon occasionally, when when work is getting tough, we just think like, are we sure we don't want to go back? Like, <laughs> go back, <laughs> Let me tell you, if three were paying what consultancy huh? pays, I'll be staying. <laughs> Wait, I'm hold. I'm handing him my notice tonight. What's the time? Twenty nine fifty six. I got you. What do you I mean? got y'all. Actually, no, I haven't because you lot used to actually not you guys, but people used to actually get on my damn. I don't even know you, bro. 
they were like, yeah, yeah, Sharon, you good? Yeah, yeah. How's uni? Yeah, what's that ACSA? Yes, I was just thinking, you work at three, innit? Or sometimes they'll be like, you work at E, innit? And I'm nah. like, no, I work at three. <laughs> be like, oh, swear. Okay, okay, three, yeah, three, yeah. So what, like, do they got, you got discount? Yeah, and I'm thinking, I don't even uni know. Uni boys are really. always looking for people yeah, that work phone. in Photoshop. Anybody work Trust at Photoshop? Me. Anybody work at Photoshop? Rude, man. Why don't you work? I can't lie. If anyone's a student here, yeah, and you're looking for a Go job and, part yeah, time, that's definitely it. Definitely phone it, store. That, that that money job funded so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That job funded so much of how, my how much was it? How much was it um, an hour? Ooh, in Loughborough, it was. This was a years ago. This was like four years ago, so it's probably different now. But in Loughborough, it was just it was like eight something. In London, it was ten something. Oh, okay. Um, but that's basic pay, and then you still get bonus, bonuses. Yeah. So when I was there, you get two types. You get um, actually there's quite a few. You get phone bonus, SIM bonus, mm. MPO bonus. Oh, that MPO. You counts. get loads of different ones. And then in the summer, there are different incentives mm. as well. So if like as a collective store, you sell however many devices then there's bonus listen that that job took me to miami that job took me to greece mm-hmm. that job helped me start, um, start my isa mm-hmm. that job funded basically my final year when i quit yeah. like mm-hmm. anyway yeah. well let me go back to the story that i was even trying to tell you guys so yeah i used to work at three i worked at three for um two and a half years and in loughborough i think if you're just a student and you and you don't really get involved with like Loughborough locals and maybe you're not on like a society committee you might get away with not like experiencing much Hmm. racism and stuff but the minute you start working let me not say the minute you start working I guess it depends how long you work for and like where you work and stuff but especially in like customer facing roles like the things you experience I was in I was working one time I was serving a customer um, and I was like to him, do you have any questions? Like, you know, when you go through the yeah. contract and you're like, do you have any questions before they sign? And he's like, um, sorry, prior to this, right, I was showing him phones and I was like, oh, what are you interested in? Is there anything that, like you like? Like, what kind of device are you after? And then he's just like, oh, I, I like you or something. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy's an old, old white man, older than my dad's white <sighs> man. Yeah. Then I was just like, <laughs> you know, you just laugh at mm. all. Then he's all like, um, I saw you on my screen last night. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. what the heck? Then he's like, is your name? And then he said some like generic, <laughs> exotic black name. Like, you know, mm. you know, them ones like Sharkeisha or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, no, bear in mind I have a name. Oh, badge cool. So he's all gone and basically said that. He was, he's basically alluded to the fact that he was watching porn mm. and he saw me on his screen. Mm. So I was like, hey. what the hell? So then get to the contract now. I'm like, do you have any more questions? He's like, are you sure you went on my screen last night? And then he proceeds to say that name. Are you sure you went on my screen last night, Sharkeisha? <laughs> and I was thinking, what the hell? <laughs> that was one. And I'm just thinking, yeah, you're moving mad another time it was summer and I was wearing a skirt um because it was really hot or whatever and then I sat I was sat down legs crossed and there was even so when we were at three they used to give us these a4 pads and you write like 
contracts on there for like clients and uh, clients, you know, <laughs> customers and stuff. Um, so I had that on my lap. Yeah, this woman says to me, "Can you cross your legs? My husband's looking at your pussy." <laughs> Oh my god. Did I not tell you this? No, I'm sorry. Have you got to put age disclaimer on this thing? Because what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? It's actually true. Brother. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Brother, I was just like This ain't no PG stuff. What's going on? I was just like, what the Oh my heck? god. Um <laughs> bear in mind my legs are crossed. Oh my, my god. My other colleague is like, hmm? And then she goes over to her husband or her boyfriend. I don't think they were married. Um, and she sits on his lap and then she starts lips in him. Mm. Bearing in mind, my colleague was serving the mat. Like, <laughs> like what the no, hell? People, so people that was are crazy. That. There, were, there was another time some man said um, I was serving him. But it wasn't clear, like, exactly what he wanted. Then he was like, do you mind if I just speak to the man instead? And I was mm-hmm. like, what? I almost got up, you know. Then I said, actually, why? Then he was like, oh, I just feel like he would know more. And I was like, I, I know exactly the same that he knows. In fact, I've been here longer than him. So what are you talking about? Because these people, yeah, they just look at you and they just think, like, mm. not everyone, but some people, they just look at you and they just think, like, I mean, what does this babe know she's not from around mm, here yeah. even sometimes like when I would speak they'd be like you're not from around here are you duck duck why are you calling oh fam that's what they say enough bro mm. oi oi duck or I I duck or whatever <laughs> that enough for a place that love for a place reference. I don't know for it man I don't know for it <laughs> but um three Stratford was sick in fact the white people were the minority <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. I can't even lie. Wasn't it? Wasn't it Westfield? It was lit. Yeah. Yeah. Westfield Stratford. Are you joking? That's. I used to skip to work. (laughs) Not skip. (laughs) I used to skip. Nah, honestly, because as well summer, like sometimes it'd be a bit boring, Mm. especially at the start, like when like you know nothing's really going Mm. on. Um, I'd be like, oh, right, like. Is anyone? Is there any extra days that I can work? Because I'm bored, like mm. literally. Um, but yeah, three love bro was different. <laughs> but, no, <laughs> These customers, sh- yeah, they really be mocking it completely. Mm. Um, but apart from that time, it was that basically did that was that basically the turning point of your week then? Yeah, fam, you called me a silly little rat. <laughs> 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 hmm. I was just like, oh my god, like that is it. The week is done. But the next day. Bam. The sun was Bam. no longer out. I said, well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my week, other than that, it's just, it's been, it's been fine, really. That's about it. Mm. What about you, Sharon? Uh, <clears throat> that's a, that's a deep run, fam. <laughs> my week has been, in terms of work, yeah, like, actual sitting at my desk mm. doing work, I've not really done much because, Basically, last week was my last day on my client. My old client started a new client this week. Mm. But, um, guys, if you're listening, you can probably tell that I don't have the same energy that I have every other week because I literally did the longest journey today. Like, it took me four hours to get onto client site to pick up my laptop. And I left at four o'clock and I got home at 9 p.m., So it took me five hours to get back. So I've basically been traveling today for nine hours mm. just to pick up a laptop. Mm. 
So, yeah, like, this week has just been so long. I'm so tired. Like, it's probably been the longest day I've had in the last year, maybe ever, you know. I'm not even exaggerating. Because normally this sort of thing, like, you would just be, if you're travelling that long on client side, you would just stay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But I just thought there's really no point, first of all, COVID, and then second of all, like, I would have to check out the next day by what 12 and then where am I going to work and I'm still going to have to do that journey anyway so I was might as well just get it all done in one day but <sighs> I'm all so tired mm. what about you Beatrice brother <laughs> this week for me um and I guess it kind of will go on to what we talk about but we'll, we'll jump onto that after we do the song of the week but um this week for me has been bad. I've just been seeing you crying on Snapchat. Oh yeah, one. I've been crying bears, and I think it's just because of the shows that I've been watching. A lot of it has been on things that are quite personal to people. So stuff like cancer. Mm. And cancer for me is a big trigger. Um, yeah. Same, so same, same. yeah, any show that involves kind of any breast cancer in particular, in fact, any cancer at all that affects women, I just avoid those. You know, I don't think I can actually do yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, it's it's really hard. But I feel like sometimes it's just something that you kind of, I don't know how to explain it. But for me, like I don't, I don't shy away from it. I kind of just face my emotions there and then. Um, so I watched a couple mm-hmm. of things on that, and I also watched. Um, I listened to the Half Cast podcast. If you guys, I watched that. Tune into that. I watched that. Yeah, um, which is, episode. Well, I think I've the, just got a little bit left, but um, yeah, I watched that. Yeah. Um. So Half Cast podcast, which is run by Chucky online and um he was talking about the loss of his stepdad and he's all if you watch the show like he constantly talks about his stepdad and how like of an amazing man he is and how he really took on the role of being a father and I think anything that kind of talks about being a father um and like someone who's praising their dad and stuff I I always kind of tune in especially when it's from a guy as well um I'm always tuned into it um and yeah obviously it's really sad that he lost he lost his stepdad um, to a brain tumour. Um, but yeah, it was just a, an, a, an episode that was dedicated to him to kind of talk to his boy, to kind of just, you know, offload his feelings. And I feel like if you're someone that's gone through any type of loss or anything, it, it might be um, a good episode to kind of tune into. Um, and yeah, I don't know, for me, it just made me cry. So yeah, that kind of explains why I've been crying a lot in the evenings. Um, but it's been like not crying like about my own situation just off the shows (laughs) um but then apart from that I think kind of just understanding and deeping that okay we've come to like the end of March and for me I think Tammy you tweeted this March for me has just not been a good month overall like when I think about Jan, February, March I literally just had a moment before we started recording and I was like okay cool for me January actually wasn't too bad like there were some bad parts but like I I still kind of pushed through and I still had some sort of momentum. February started off okay. And then towards the end, it was a bit like, uh, but then March for me personally has just been downhill. So yeah, I think because I was kind of thinking about that, I just also got into like a bit of a negative space. But um, but yeah, that's basically been my week. So guys, as you know, every week we do a song of the week. And finally, I feel like I haven't done a song of the week. All these guests. It's just taking up taking up all the songs of the week. But yeah, it's uh my time to do song of the week. And this week I'm picking Wasil. Ade Oriko. Ade Ori Okin. I don't have you guys heard it? Mm-mm. 
I'm sure you have. I haven't. Like, if you hear, like, they, like a lot of Nigerians have been playing it, like, recently, and they're playing it at a lot of weddings. And um, what do you call it? It's a Fuji song. So it's a song that okay. I've been playing, like, for the last, like, three weeks. It's been getting me through mm-hmm. this lockdown, just been happy. Like, I don't know, because like, obviously Nigeria is open and it's, um, mm-hmm. things are happening, like... Well, relatively open. Aren't they still on no, the um, lockdown? It's open. Oh, really? I think the only thing they probably have is just, um, someone told me that they still have a curfew at 12. Yeah, that's what I meant. But curfew, it doesn't, yeah, but that ain't stopping, that ain't stopping up. Like, I think probably the... But I'm thinking they don't have no curfew because people have been going to the club. Like, I don't understand. Like, one minute they say they have a curfew. Oh, that place. One minute they say they have a curfew, then know. the next minute they don't. So I don't know. And things are mm. basically back to normal. So um, I've been living my life through people in Nigeria because I'll be seeing people going mm. to weddings and stuff. And obviously they've been posting reels mm. of all the clothes that they're wearing. And they always play this song. So the song is mm. called Adeori Oki. I think it means um, head of a peacock, something like that. Something like that, I don't know. But it's a really good song. Um, if you like Fuji music, then I'm guessing people will like it. Just something to switch it out from the normal um, Tiwa Savage and Davido. So, mm. Mm. <laughs> but I'm yeah, totally that's my song of the week. It's going to be on our Spotify playlist. We'll also put it on our Instagram story. You guys should listen to it and get ready for summer because, boy, this the way that mm. people were going outside because of the two days of sun is mm. <laughs> making me excited for summer at least Bruh. we can try and have a normal summer so yeah yes yeah, so actually i think that kind of um moves nicely to the first part um of this episode which um is more of like a reflection of this year and i think tammy what you've mentioned in terms of the way people have moved <laughs> these last two days um two three days to be honest um now that the stay at home restriction has been lifted is just showing that one people have definitely felt trapped because the way people have exploded 110 percent is crazy like i knew that it was i knew it would be like a lot but i didn't i didn't think it would be as mad as it was like the videos that i saw it was literally like a rave like an actual mm. rave in some of these parks mm. in london yeah. like people were doing tug mm-hmm. of war like it literally looked like wireless no, like, without without yeah, the it was like a wireless scene <laughs> no, yes it was like a wireless like scene. loads of people went to parks um, like different parks across the, it wasn't even just like in one place it was literally across the uk like Loads of people were going to parks. Like, even my friend, like, in Birmingham, he said that, like, all the unis came out and were doing... I thought it was still Rule Mm. of Six, though. No, but it's Rule of Six, but you can meet up outside. So, going to the park is fine. But imagine everybody thinking, Mm. okay, I'm going to go to the park with Mm. my group of six. With my group of six. (laughs) Yeah. Like, everybody was literally... But I'm thinking, are you doing tug of war with five other people, or...? (laughs) Boy, I, I, no, I, I didn't see the tug of war. The groups of six were on each side six of the Six on each side, six groups, six different <laughs> 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 Honestly, but um, yeah, no, nah, I just feel like a one, though, I'd have to admit. Obviously, I, I actually didn't go out to be fair at all. I was I was really busy with other things, but um, I feel like we kind of need this like this is the thing that kind of saved us a little bit with the with the lockdown that we had last time when it was a bit lifted and we were able to do stuff in the park and like still meet up like you know you still felt a little bit connected Mm. um i feel like this sun is definitely gonna make things a lot more easier and hopefully 
the whole easing of like restrictions and stuff just continues and they don't start putting any kind of extensions. Mate, I've already stuff. booked booked everything that I need to book. Like I booked um to do my hair. I'm I'm getting ready Bruh. to do my nails. Book my laser hair session. Like I've booked. I've been booking. I even need to go and book my eyebrows wax. Like I'm getting ready. Like <laughs> no, we've been honestly. on lockdown for too long. Hmm. Way, <laughs> Way too, too long. long. But um before we looking before we get excited <laughs> about looking to you know uh what's to come um i think like i've really kind of started it but i think it'll be good to kind of you know explore kind of how this first quarter has been so just for people just for context guys we are recording on the last day of march so 31st of march end of quarter one um and yeah just thought that it'll be good to kind of just see how you guys are doing do a little bit of a check-in because I think that like, these things are kind of crucial. Um, and yeah, just kind of talk about that. So I don't know who wants to go first to kind of talk about, you know, what they've kind of gone through this past few months and, you know, the challenges or, you know, good things. Anything you want to share? Let us know. Um, I can go first. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, 2021 kind of started off very badly for me. I don't think I said it on the pod, mm. but obviously I lost my grandmother and um mm. this grand like out of okay before my grandmother died i still have all four of um my grandparents so mm. i'd never experienced this before and the fact that she went out of all of them she, um i was closest to her out of all four so it was kind of mm. a blow i think it happened on the 3rd of january so literally right at the start of the year like we're still saying happy new year like like yeah. I was waiting for us to have a conversation, I think, because obviously she was she had COVID, so um, she was really ill, so mm. I couldn't get to. I don't, I don't even think I spoke to her on Christmas Day because she was ill as well. So mm. the first, yeah, it was just like January was just it was bad, and obviously um, mm. I couldn't go to the funeral because of COVID, like because the funeral was in Nigeria. So just January mm. was just a very um, a very trying month. So um, yeah, going on to February. Okay, I just think the first quarter of this year has just been bad. <laughs> it's just been mm. bad for me personally. It's just every single time I'm like, okay, a new month is starting. I'm like, okay, a kind of like a refresher or let's something like it. that. Let's let's yeah. get it. Yeah. By like the mm. by like the fifth day of the month, I'm just like, yeah, I can't be bothered. I, over it. I'm over it. Mm. I think obviously lockdown had something to do with it. Um, wasn't really doing anything. I felt like obviously I started um, content creating and stuff like that on like on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the thing with my grandma kind of knocked me. Like I was just like, oh, I can't be bothered. And then. Mm. I even tweeted today like I don't know what I'm meant to be doing like I don't know what I'm doing like mm. I don't know mm. what I'm meant to do I don't know what I like I don't know what I don't like and I've mm. been obviously it's come to the end of this quarter the first quarter and sometimes it's you automatically go into a time of reflection and um mm. you, obviously you see a lot of oh yeah what, what have you done in the first quarter blah 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 mm. what can you take mm. into the second quarter I'm just thinking I'm taking myself breathing, okay? Because at least I'm alive. Like so many people have are not here with us anymore. So I kind of have to use that as um kind of like a motivation to keep on going because obviously Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this life is only one. 
but it's just mm -hmm. sometimes it's just I don't know it's just been it's just been quite a hard um first quarter I'm praying that the second quarter would be a bit better and obviously now that the sun's been coming out you just you you just mm. like um you just feel a lot happier when like the sun is out and like it doesn't get dark at like 3 p.m and things like that so mm. hopefully the next couple of months will be a lot better i'm praying for better days and i think yeah i think that's that's what it is really obviously i've had some highs but more lows than highs Mm. I hope the second quarter is better for you. Yeah, I yeah, definitely hope so because boy. What would you say? Just so, what would you say? Some like you said, you've got some highs. Like, what would be one of the highs that you said you would probably experience this? Quarter? Um, obviously, um, starting the job that I'm at at the moment, mm. that's definitely mm. a high. That's actually a very big one to be yeah. fair because yeah, yeah, because obviously it's been hard. Um. With this whole COVID thing, like the job market has been mm. like really bad. Like, obviously, I finished my master's last year, September, mm. and it's just it's crazy how to think that <laughs> the amount of job rejections that you get it definitely humble you thinking that oh, this master's it make you think like your master's is like nothing. Like you did all of that work for nothing, mm. but I'm still mm. keeping positive. Obviously, the job that I have is not the job that I want. But at the same time, I don't know what job I want. So it's kind of like, I don't even know mm. what I'm even meant to, even mm. to be applying to. But um, mm. yeah, that I think that was the biggest, I think that's the the biggest high. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, th I think that's, yeah, I think that's the biggest high. I can't think of anything. Now. I'm sure there, there are more highs, but I just can't put my, mm. can't think about it right now. Mm. No, I like that. I love it. What about you, Sharon? Um, I'm not very good. Like, my memory's not very good, like, in terms of... I think, for me, I'm one of those people, like, I remember stuff based on, like, location and stuff. But because, obviously, we've been sat at home for the last three months, it's hard for me to remember what's mm -hmm. happened uh, in the last three months. But I remember mm -hmm. feeling really low and stressed in January, because for me, it just felt like, and I say this all the time, like I chose this industry that I work in now largely because of variety and ability to travel. Um, I'm not one of those people that works well when I have to sit in one place. So I've found mm. the last like year as a whole working from home really difficult. And I know that there are some people who love it and that's great for them, obviously. But for me, I just don't enjoy it. And even like today, obviously I said I was really tired because I had to go on to client site, but I got so much work done, personal stuff that I have been trying to get done for the last three months. Like I have been trying to update my CV for ages mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and I haven't been doing it ever today. Do you know what? I was like, do you know what? I'm going to update my CV. I'm going to edit this Zara Hall and that's what I'm going to do on train. And I actually did it. So, um, mm. yeah, anyway, basically, I'm just trying to explain that, like, for me, I'm more productive, like, when I can actually leave the house and stuff like that. But obviously, we haven't been able to do that for a really long time. Mm. So at the start of the year, I really struggled because it just didn't feel like there was a light and stuff. But obviously, now, thankfully, we have, like, an exit plan. Um, mm. I actually have quite a lot of highs in the first quarter just because it's my mum's birthday 
it's obviously your birthday Beatrice it's my brother's birthday and it's my birthday so um there's just loads to be thankful for like in the first quarter for me um so those were definitely some highs but I think obviously it's been difficult I even forgot to say this in like how was your week but it was my birthday last week Friday I wasn't even gonna say Saturday this is how you know I actually just don't even know what day of the week we're ever on but um, (laughs) it was my birthday last week Friday and it was my second lockdown birthday and I was really dreading it because I was just like oh how have I spent two birthdays in lockdown but Mm. honestly like all things considered I had a really really good day like I really did Mm. have such a lovely day um so I guess that was a high as well. And then also, um, I don't know, I just feel like I've met some nice people like this quarter and like I've made like mm. new friends and stuff. And I feel like that's been nice as well. Like, um, mm. you know, like getting to know like new people and stuff like that. But mm. I can't lie, it's definitely been challenging. Um, I exit my grad scheme in September and oh honestly every time I think about it it makes my heart skip a beat because there's just so many decisions to make there's so much mm. to do to exit like Beatrice you obviously remember because you literally did this last year but like mm. yeah there's just so much to do and I was having a conversation with another grad about it today because we both had to go on to get our laptops but she's a year ahead of me and she's just like I'm not even going to try and sugarcoat it she was like these are the hardest months of the entire Mm. scheme um Mm. and it's already hard just exiting anyway because you can actually fail and exit so you can be told like you can't exit the grad scheme and you have to stay on for longer Mm. um Mm. but at the same time you need to make a decision on where you want your career to be and I don't know Mm. so yeah just I don't know Uh, I don't know I know God is in control and like I know for a fact that like I'm at my job now because that's exactly where God wanted me to be. And I was speaking to my friend about this earlier and I was just saying like the way things happened, it was definitely God. Cause I remember when I was at mm. uni, I was praying and I was saying, God, I really want something before my birthday. And my, my mm. assessment center for this job was worse than some other places that have had assessment centers at and didn't get the job. So I was just like, yeah, there's no way I've got it, mm. but I literally got it on the 1st of March and obviously my birthday's in March. So I know I'm, I am where I'm supposed to be, but the decisions I have to make in the next few weeks, because my first uh, interview is, yeah, like in a couple of weeks, um, mm. I just don't even know where to start. <laughs> Wait, so when, you, when, you're, when you're on a grad scheme, like you have to interview again? yes so yeah depending yeah exactly so because um like there's so many different areas within I work in management consulting at the moment but there's so many different areas within management consulting you need to you need to present yourself to a group of people and explain to them why they should allow you to join their area of consulting basically so um I have the first of that like next month um where I'm basically going to talk about like what I've achieved over the last year and like how I'm different from everybody else that's on the grad scheme and that kind of stuff 
Mm. I need to write mm. a white paper, which is basically a dissertation. It's called like thought leadership. Um, and I think that's on average about 6,000 words. And then um, I also need to have an exit interview and that will be in August. Um, and then they tell you the result of whether you've passed or not. I think in September and then if all goes well I'll exit on the 1st of October so and this is all outside of your current nine to five <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think that's the I think that's the main thing and I think I'm, I'm sure there'll definitely be people that are listening that are in the same position who are um in their grad scheme of preparing to exit and yeah I mean I did this last year and I think what that what your friend your colleague said is completely right it's definitely one of the most challenging things to kind of balance um but you know like you said you know, you just have to kind of you know put god there um and just pray that he puts you in the right place um and also um just kind of believe in what in what you have to do and not compare yourself to others i think that's the major thing because people get so distracted on the whole oh my god like uh, where am i sitting in my in my my mm. scheme like where do i rank like are they going to prefer me to someone else but really truly if you just focus on yourself and focus on what you bring to the table then that's when you perform best in your interviews but if you come into an interview thinking oh my god i'm competing with so and so who's also applying for the same area then it's just going to be mm. downhill um, and your mind will be clouded so well, that's one to like give. that's one area where working from home has been beneficial just because it's a lot harder to see what other people are doing like if you want to know what mm. you literally have to ask um like mm. otherwise you know there's no real way of knowing I guess yeah oh, it's as well Sha. like to be honest I just always try and remind myself as well that like this thing that I'm stressing about now this time next year I'm gonna be thinking why did I stress about that because everything that I've stressed about mm. in my life it's always worked out um mm. and I've just wondered and oh, also why... just to point out sorry I was gonna say just to point out that this is even a stress that you want sometimes it's kind of easy to kind of be like oh yeah like I'm stressed out but you have to think back to when you're for example at union you're like I want a grad job and obviously like you know these are kind of the steps that are in like that you have to kind of go mm. through so even though it is stressful and stuff, but this is the position that you actually yeah, do yeah, want yeah. to be in rather than being in a position where you're not even able to make a choice of where to go and all those things mm-hmm. there. So it's also good to kind of look at it from that. Yeah, for too. sure. Um, but yeah, we thank God. And I'm sure like um, it'll all work itself out. And by October, I'll be like, yay, thank God I promoted the weather. By God's grace. Mm. Amen and amen. But yeah, how, what about you? How's your key one been, Beatrice? Yeah, um, I think, I, I don't know how much is going to be put in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I previously touched that, yeah, this this past three months have been pretty pretty bad. Not, not, let me not say pretty bad. I might, let me not. I have to be considerate because, like Tammy mentioned, you know, just even being alive and being well is, is a blessing in itself. Definitely. But yeah, in general, these, these past three months, these, these past three months have been trying um and I think I was saying before that I felt like January I started off pretty pretty well to be fair I think because I had the momentum of one just coming back from Dubai so I felt a bit more refreshed I felt like I'd been taken out of the toxic kind of mind that my mind was in in the the state of mind that my mind was in obviously previously um in December um and then one thing that I think I mentioned maybe I mentioned it is when we first 
our first episode, but I set like some goals and stuff and I never write my goals and I actually wrote them down. And for that first month, I really, every week I would look at my goals and every time like I would actually strive by the end of the week to do something that would contribute to my goals. So I felt like I was making progress. I was like, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End of the month, I even looked back and I said, damn, like even though I'd gone through there'd been some family stuff or whatever, but overall I was like, you know what, with what happened, I'm happy with the progress I've made. But then it just kind of went downhill from there. And even though like, I celebrated my birthday and again, I'm grateful to God for adding another year. I just feel like it, yeah, that that month was just, it was a blur to be fair. I didn't do anything that I wanted to do. Um, didn't move forward in any, didn't tick any of my major goals that I wanted to tick. Um, and again, the same thing again happened this past month. And I think, um, well, I mean, I haven't uploaded it yet, but... I will also be discussing this on my YouTube, but essentially I kind of just, you know, like Tammy said, that everyone does this whole post about what have you done in the quarter one, like, mm. blah, 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 blah. Um, and I do think that, you know, they, they can be quite annoying. However, there is kind of some sort of truth to it in terms of it is good to kind of think about these sort of things and also to allow yourself to restart and not be lost and be in a slump. And I think for me, that's one thing I've realised. And there's so many things, actually, that even just this past couple of days, even though it's not been the greatest, but I know that if I keep up this momentum, I'll be better. For example, one thing is fitness. For me, I feel like fitness for me plays such a massive part in my mental health and just being active, not not walking to the station, not walking around the office, all those sort of things. I'm just basically sat at my table. So I'm very, very inactive. Um, and one thing that I've done this week, and I, it's so funny, but um, I was with my friend over the weekend and he was basically saying that like um, his Apple Watch was basically bleeping off. And I was like, like, what's going on with the Apple Watch? And he was basically saying that his boys, when they complain activity and stuff, because they've shared their fitness via the Apple Watch, like he knows what his friends are up to. So I was like, oh my God, like I actually need like something to be held accountable to when it comes to my fitness. So I basically started sharing my Apple Watch with Sharon and also Adesola, who's a girl that's part of our group. Um, and honestly, like, I don't know, Sharon, whether hmm. you can agree to this, but I think having it there has been life-changing. <laughs> yeah, I can't lie. Of days. <laughs> I have I'm been not... going for walks like I've never walked before. Like this, No, honestly, this honestly. Because this new client, thankfully, that their meetings don't start till 9.30 a.m. But my old client, they started at 8. Mm. So it was hard to, like, do anything in the morning. But with this new client, bruv, mm. tell me why I was outside at 8 a.m. I was just walking, mm. walking, 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 walking. I said, oh, well, I must complete Bam. this ring. I don't want anybody. And then Beatrice texted me yesterday and she was like, um, sorry, what happened to your watch? It disappeared. I was thinking, uh, could you text me at like 11.30 at night? I was thinking, uh, I went to sleep. Like, I'm not allowed to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so dumb. But no, honestly, like having it there, yeah. One shout out to Adesola because she's, I don't know this what the babe? heck is going on, but she's on smoke. She'll be closing she's the on by smoke. like 12 30 pm. I'm thinking, what the heck? Yeah, she's on smoke. I bloody love it. And even my friend, like, his, his, he's stupid. Anyway. I don't even know what I've been saying. I don't know what the What did he set his doing. thing to again? It's like Jesus. We're all 400. And he smashed it every time. Like, I'm confident. We are all 400 calories a day. We're just like, <laughs> <laughs> let me even see what you're on. <laughs> I'm on zero today. Today's been my slump day. So I'm You're not on zero. I checked it. Well, I'm basically okay, like halfway. Cool. So I've got, I'm, I'm even working on after this well. episode. Um, 
but no honestly sorry just off to, i'm just going off topic but essentially just even having that yeah i feel like cool like i feel like i'm now a bit more connected and even just having my seeing my friends activity it kind of motivates me to kind of get up a bit just move around and you honestly don't even understand how much just moving around a little bit and keeping a little bit fit kind of helps you feel a bit more better um and takes you out of that slump that i was definitely in before i started sharing my activity which is crazy um and then another thing that i've actually done which i i started doing before um we started recording is i don't know i think i don't i feel like i've mentioned this before but um the girl on instagram shade who posts like productivity stuff and she posts like you know ways to kind of spend your time and plan your time and stuff um so i basically for the first time i think this might be something that might be beneficial actually to both of you guys as well is for some of us who kind of have work and also we want to kind of explore that content creating or like um just you know yeah content creating and all those things there I have never really actually like planned out like to the T as like this day is dedicated for this. This is the day that I'm going to be releasing stuff. Like, do you know what I mean? Having that systematic thing. And I think one thing I realized that, you know, when things were kind of normal was that my calendar was like back to back in terms of I knew what I was getting done that day. Whereas now I don't, I kind of just freestyle and I wake up and I just see what comes to me rather than just going ahead and doing it. So I think, just reflecting I've been like okay cool like that's been all fun for me to be in this slump uh, it's fine I you know I, I never really I would never encourage people to just be constantly active and all those sort of things like if you feel like you need to rest rest if you feel like you're down be down like really and truly just do what your emotions do but for me personally I'm closing that chapter because I just feel like if I continue with the mindset that I was on throughout this first quarter my next quarter is just not going to be anything good even though things will be opening up but it's not really going to fix the underlying problems that are there so yeah just been like trying to do a lot of like productivity planning and just making sure that I basically you know know what I want to do each Mm. day um and at least I can feel some sort of small achievement um each day that I think for me will make me feel a lot better in your reflection do you um do you do you reflect on the things that you've done well or are you thinking about yeah. like what you need to improve? Um, no, I definitely do both. I think I'm just talking about the things that I don't do well just mm. for the sake of this podcast. But no, I definitely do think that there are things that I've done well, especially with work. I've been quite happy with the actual work that I do at work. Um, and I think I've been putting up some pretty good stuff um, with the projects that I've been on. Um, and I feel like I've definitely grown within the work because obviously this is like a new kind of role or position that I've been in obviously since lockdown um, so yeah I'm quite happy with that and yeah there's other things as well that I've kind of done that I'm like you know what I'm making progress even with like finances and stuff making progress learning a bit more um, but yeah no I feel like it's great to be those things I'm, I'm taking the, you know, I'm taking note of those but for me the, the negatives are still a bit outweighing the positives really? a little bit if that kind of makes sense really? yeah for me it is um and i just feel like let me challenge you yeah yeah how can the negatives be outweighing the positives if if in work which takes up takes up like basically your whole week you're smashing it mm. no i no i think it's it's fine but i you know for me this year like i said i set goals right and um my work even though it's a massive part of who I am it's a I I dedicate a lot of hours into my work but this year my focus was kind of to build myself outside of work if that Mm -hmm. kind of makes sense like I feel like sometimes people can be very 
just work, work, work. And I just didn't want to be that. Don't get me wrong. I want to do well in work. And that is fantastic. But I have a lot of things outside of work, which I think because as well, because of lockdown, I just don't want everything to be about work really and truly. Do you know what I mean? Like there needs to be something more than work mm-hmm. to keep me going. Um, and that's the reason why I feel it a lot more that, yeah, my negatives are outweigh my positives. If it was like, yeah, I think I'm just thinking that. Yeah, my, mm-hmm. that's why I feel it. Anyway. But yeah. Um, but I mean, I just, I don't want to end on like a, I know we've kind of all been talking about negatives and stuff, but just again, for people that are listening, just to let you know, you know, you're not alone. I'm sure that you know that you're not alone, but I guess hearing us, maybe you might be in the same kind of, you know, situation or feeling the same type of way. But um, I guess, I know I don't want to be one of the motivational people, but I really do believe that, you know, it is really all about the mindset. Um, and I really do pray that anyone who's in like a slump, anyone who doesn't feel like they know what's going on in their lives, like all those type of feelings, I really do pray that, you know, this next quarter, um, you know, you you find yourself in a much better place, that you're able to look back. Because you know that feeling of when you're able to just look back and be like, you know what, yeah, things haven't been amazing, but with what the circumstances have been, like how what circumstances are I'm, I'm pretty happy with you know mm. what's happened um and I think that satisfaction is actually mm. unmatched um it's a feeling that is just it feels really really good inside and I, I, I want everyone to be able to feel mm. that way um so I think having that kind of thought in your mind as you're doing things and remembering you know what I know that this is going to pay off at the end of the day like even if it's your content creating like get started like restart even though you might have taken a break mm. restart like we're waiting for the content Damn, you know what I mean start like, again as many times of, as you want like genuinely that's what I'm saying and don't let people tell you that oh no. you're taking too many breaks don't get me wrong I know people want to be encouraging you and I'm obviously one of them people that's now encouraging people but still like don't feel like oh yeah I've restarted Mm-mm. too many times there's no such thing this is actually mm-hmm. your own lane do you know what I mean like do what you need to do and I think as well um sorry to kind of go on but just I've been seeing like people's journeys and people have been doing their own reflections and even when you hear like people on Instagram talking about yeah like, this time last year I was on let's say 5k and you look at their following now and they're like 100 or something you're like damn like people can experience growth mm. whenever um and you know don't always think that oh yeah like you know oh I'm never really making progress like, you just don't know what post you don't know what is going to blow it up you just don't know um and yeah I just feel like hard you know your hard work will just not end up in vain like at the end of the day it will prove it will you know advance you in some way shape or form so just keep on pushing and just don't stop because of what other people might think 100% um but yeah that's kind of what I want to say but um sorry let me even jump onto the next part um and I think this has even come from me again sorry guys um but like I mentioned I've been watching a lot of shows um, and one thing that I started was Married to Medicine, which I have to suggest, I, I, not suggest, I have to say that is one of them shows that I've been really enjoying. Um, and I think I spoke about this with Tammy, actually, the fact that, like, the, the women, yeah. it's, just, it's just a bit different compared to, like, yeah. the other shows, especially where you've got people who are, like, doctors, you know what I mean? Like, women who are doctors who are killing it in their fields. Like, see, even though we love all the ratchetness, don't get it wrong, don't get it twisted, honey. That's what we live for. But It's the perfect balance. Them, I think it's like, the perfect that, balance like, between yeah the fighting and the reality reality with the actual because they actually exactly. not that people don't have a job but they actually have like a job that they still have to go to whilst filming and it's just good to see that yes black people yes. striving because that show is predominantly like black women 
and black men. So it's just yes. a nice thing yes. to see and just seeing you can have a normal job like being a doctor and still mm-hmm. achieve all of the things that they've achieved. You can have the big mm-hmm. house, you can have the designer, you can have the cars yeah. and still can have you a guys explain job. the show. Mm-hmm. Um I think the best way to to um explain it is like it's basically just like a reality of like you know how real housewives are so you just follow them mm-hmm. along with their lives but you're either married to medicine in the way where maybe your significant other is a doctor or a dentist or whatever mm-hmm. or you're married to medicine as in you're married to your job which is medical if that makes sense i think that's how that's how mm-hmm. i've taken it so it's basically literally just yeah. yeah like any any other show like a group of women like how um the housewives are and it's just their day-to-day activity but mm. they have that they have the difference of them being into medical or they have a significant other that is um in the medical profession but it's really good like okay. the, some of the stuff some of the stuff me, that the they me... talk about yeah is, like, i think the really me... real stuff like mm. aside from yes exactly like, that the, and like, that's actually what... as opposed to as opposed to like petty stuff, just like you know, like oh yeah, like this fashion show. Yeah, like, <laughs> they, do, they do do fashion Charade. shows. Like, she by Charade. She exactly. like, they do it. Like not like she by Charade. Like you know what I mean. But it's like it's really, really interesting, and it's actually kind of what would lead on to the topic today is the fact that they talk about things that genuinely mm-hmm. affect us as women. And um, like I mentioned, there's a lot of female doctors that are there, and some of them specialize in obviously the female body, and um, they talk about things that you know, as women, we 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 kind of know about or we've heard about but obviously they're talking about actually being on the other side and actually treating these issues and even some of them have actually gone through it themselves and it's just like for example there's a lady and i've just started by the way but there's a lady called jackie i don't want to give too much away in case people want to watch it but i don't think you know it's really old from yeah so sorry um but there's a no 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 no. it's not even that much just a bit about her but basically the lady called jackie and um she basically uh is a two-time breast cancer survivor Um, and she's a doctor and um, because of the chemotherapy and all of them things there it kind of caused her to become infertile so therefore she couldn't have a child of her own yet she delivers babies every single day and it's just like you know just exploring how that is with you know the dynamic in terms of how she feels but also how it affects her partner it just got me thinking about just the fact that you know as women our bodies are just it's just a madness like the things that happen inside of our body is crazy and it's actually beautiful and, and I thank god that I am a woman because it is a beautiful thing to be able to give life as well I think it's just absolutely amazing um but yeah it just it sparked up a lot within me and that's actually one of the reasons again why I was crying girl <laughs> I've been crying a lot but um one of the reasons why I was crying is because obviously um yeah she was talking about the fact that you know she she couldn't have a child anymore um and yeah it just it triggers something within me and you know I mentioned you know cancer for me is a very very you know it's a it's Mm. a trigger it's a trigger subject um and yeah it it just it's a show that I would definitely recommend people to watch I don't know why but I just really really do like some of the things that they've been speaking about but um I guess that kind of poses a question to to you guys in I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a bit of scenario especially for Sharon she doesn't watch it so obviously with Jackie she couldn't have a child anymore um and she was basically in a place where she was considering mm. adoption right and you have to admit she's older now I don't know how old I think she's, she's in let's say 40s. she's like 30 something yeah, yeah. oh she's like 40 okay cool so she's actually 40 something right so let's say 40s um 
and she was basically considering adoption. And obviously, one, she's a doctor, right? So obviously she's she's actually always on call as well. So they're, they're called in to kind of, you know, perform whenever they need to perform. Um, and yeah, she couldn't have a child. So she was considering adoption. But then what I think is crazy is obviously her husband, which I don't blame him. He's older as well. He had a child in a previous marriage before they got, before they got together. But he basically said no. And she had to kind of live with it. And I just thought, isn't, I just want to know you guys' opinion, if that were you. Like, how would you feel if you wanted to have a child, you couldn't have a child because you've gone through something and you, you know, you can't have a child, but then your partner, who has a, who has experienced what it means to have a child, comes to you and says they don't want to have a child. I don't know if that is clear, the scenario that I'm talking about. But I just want to know what you guys would think, because I have my own thoughts of it. But I just want to hear what you guys would do in that situation. Um, I think with that situation, it's a bit different because obviously they could have spoken about having children like when they were dating and stuff. And obviously they could have been on board. Yeah, I want to have a child, blah, blah, blah. But obviously due to medical um, medical difficulties, obviously she's not able to bear a child. But in my head, I'm just thinking if I was in her mm. position, like not that I would leave, but it's kind of like... Mm. I've gone through all of this. I just want to have a child. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what I want to do. And I know probably deep mm. down, she could be thinking about, oh, like, I could have, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I can't let someone else ruin my happiness, even if it means me having to break away mm. from a marriage. Obviously, I'm not married, so oh, I don't wow. know how it feels to be in a marriage, but I'm just going mm. on... Mm how I feel right now but I'm just thinking like Mm -hmm. there's no when you speak to moms or mothers to be there's always like oh like the gift of like having a child and things like that like it's it's a Mm. it's an experience that a lot of um, people would want people to experience so I'm thinking if she said that she wants to Mm. adopt the child I would I would be like if I was her husband I would be like, yeah, let's drop the child because imagine all mm. the traumatic things that she's been through. She's been, she had breast cancer twice. Mm. She's even like, obviously on the show, she had to get her mm. basically like her breast removed. I don't know if you've got up to that bit yet, but sorry mm. if I spoiled it. But yeah, mm. she basically mm. had to get mm. like a surgery like on her breast to get mm. them removed so that it doesn't like come up again. Mm. So so it doesn't come back again. So come imagine back. like going yeah. through all of that. And the one thing that you wanted to have is just to have a child. I don't know if I would call him selfish. Obviously, he has his reasons as well for not wanting mm. a child. Of mm. Yeah, he mentioned the fact that like, she's busy and also the fact that like he's just concerned that, you know, is she going to be healthy yeah. enough to and actually be there to take a young well, baby? You know, that's the thing. But, I know. Um, that's the thing that I want to mention. About you know how men are? They always think that women are the ones that are doing the job full time and things like that. But I think as well, also I think as well in their case scenario there was a little bit of hiccups with their marriage so i think that also had something to Mm. do with his um reservations but yeah boy Mm. that's a sticky situation to be in Mm. what do you think um obviously i don't watch the show so i don't actually know who you're talking about but Mm. just of what you said so far 
I feel like he's able to say this because he obviously has a child of his own who is his flesh and blood. Mm. So he already Mm -hmm. has that that space in his heart that can only be filled by having a child. He's experienced Mm. that and the joy that comes with it. Mm. But imagine you're married to somebody and you're watching them have that sort of interaction with a child that is not your flesh and blood. Yeah. Of course, you mm. would want that for yourself with the person you love. Unfortunately, she has now mm. had such a like you know hard time with her health and stuff that she's not able to have that. Mm. And so you know they can adopt and help, like basically save a life by doing that. And he's mm. saying no. So to me, that kind of just obviously, like he says, he has his reasons, and I, I don't watch the show, so I don't know exactly yeah. what they are. But I just mm. feel like it it does seem a bit selfish to me and okay yeah like Mm. you know she is busy but that's why there's two parents like yeah when you should also Mm. be able to step in Mm. um i think for me it's a deal breaker i don't know if you guys have it's honestly a deal but like Mm. me too to go through all of that i can't imagine what she's gone through like with chemotherapy and everything like for you to go through all of that Mm. then something that can bring Mm. you joy that could have you have like a because a lot of people that says like when they have children it like it brings purpose into their lives. So imagine like something that could potentially mm. bring you mm. another purpose or maybe just your first purpose. Like you know, mm. someone telling you mm. no. Hey God. Especially in the industry that she works exactly. in, like delivering children every day, exactly. watching families day. be like, oh my gosh, mm. my life is complete mm. now, and she can't mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. that joy. Um, I don't mm. know if you guys have watched mm. um, oh, The Queen's Gambit. Have you watched it on no, Netflix? No, I've never watched you it. You know, like, yeah. how she gets yeah. adopted. So she gets adopted by this um, couple, and you can tell that the, the, the man, the husband, never wanted her, and it's just the mum. And I just think, mm. like, if... But then I just wonder, like, in this situation, if they do adopt a child, and will that be kind of even traumatic yeah. for the child, bringing the child into an environment where only one parent wants the child mm. and like what kind mm. of it's just kind of it's a tricky situation um it I is, just think like is. how can you watch your wife go through that twice um and mm-hmm. she know that she's obviously it's not like she's a banker or something like she's actually a doctor delivering children mm. and she wants this kind of join you're talking about oh you don't have time time this is something mm. that can literally you can't I don't understand like I think some people actually think their whole life is just their occupation. Like, mm. there's other things that, mm. like, a job cannot satisfy. Honestly. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, life is meant yeah. to be enjoyed. Like, yeah. we're only working yeah. so that we have the things that we need to enjoy life. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. And I know, <laughs> in, obviously, because I watched the show, I feel like if she did adopt the child, I feel like she would either reduce her hours drastically and think, and, and, take care of the child like yeah they have enough money to be able to sustain mm. her kind back her hours or mm. not being such a full-time um mm. employee or a doctor mm-hmm. i feel like obviously they're getting money from mm. their job like being a doctor and they're getting money from the show so i'm pretty mm. pretty certain that they and it's one right. child like come literally on. one child most of the time when things like, like that she's they, trying to say adopt a school one child and imagine her going into work every day, mm-hmm. delivering not just one baby, but multiple babies a day. 
she'll be seeing that and she'll be like, mm. she don't even have the ability to do that. And it could be mm. not traumatic for her, but mm. it could just be like, just it must weigh on. Her yeah, it health. must definitely weigh on her mental health. It does. Mm. Mm. No, honestly, I that I agree with um, both of you, and I think for me, it's just like I don't know. It's a bit of a tricky one because I'm just thinking it's it's her that went through. She's the one that went through the you know the chemo. Um, she's the one that has been made infertile. Not blaming anyone, obviously, you know, and you know it's not her fault or anything. But I'm saying she's obviously had that traumatic experience. Um, and I'm just like, surely if she decides that she wants to have a child and stuff, I just feel like as a husband, you're in that particular case, your job is to kind yeah. of just support and be there. And I think because you as well have had a child you're just going to have to suck it up. And I think this is a thing as well that was has been commonly raised up in that show. And it's just been triggering me a lot is the fact that it's like when women, it's like, even though we are in control of our no, body, we true. aren't. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's like, it's like when the man says no, and this is what I mean, like, it's like when the man is like a bit on the fence and stuff, it's like it can't happen. But if you as a woman are on the fence, it's like you still have to you have to just basically help your you have to be mm, it's like your duty or doing whatever your man Yeah, it's your duty. You know what I mean? It's never I don't know, I just feel like it's always one sided when it comes to the you know, the woman's body. And I think, you know, the child thing is just such a sensitive topic and we've spoken about, you know, children and the fact that, you know, having children is a big, big life commitment. It's not something that you just mm. go into, right? And I think um Obviously, in this case, she's the one that wants the child. And I'm thinking, okay, but she's... Obviously, she's not... Well, in this case, she's not actually the one that's going to be, like, holding the child in her room. But even so, like, I just feel like as a mother, like, when a mother decides, naturally, I just feel like... Don't get me wrong, the, the man has a has a big part to play in it. But I do think the man should be as supportive. But it's like, when the man wants a child now, if the woman's not ready, it doesn't matter because it's going to happen. That's literally what I got from that show. And I feel like that's the reality yeah. for a lot mm-hmm. of women out there. Um, and yeah, it just triggers something within me. And, you know, it just in terms of, you know, we, you know we've seen this and we've, it's been coming upon the TL a lot in terms of what women's bodies go through through pregnancy and i think sharon you mentioned someone said that they're still what did you say that that's still oh happening? gosh i was watching bodies? this video the other day and um this lady was saying like the 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 experiences that women go through to give birth um mm. they experience the they experience that sometimes for the rest of their lives um so she said she has mm. a friend and actually um uh um she's in a pod a different podcast I'm they sure I understand. what the heck <laughs> sorry that was Siri thinking I was talking to him. um they were talking about this as well but basically this lady she was saying that um her her friend is still lactating five years post mm. pregnancy um so she's trying to mm when she's aroused, like, trying to have sex with her her husband, she's still producing milk um, five years on. Um, and when I was listening wow. to She's in the Pod, which is a different podcast, they had a guest and she was saying, yeah, like, post-pregnancy, she was still lactating. She had to wear um, maternity bras, like, when she wanted to have sexy time with her husband. 
um, because she's still lactating. Mm. Um, there's someone else, the lady was saying, who, um, I can't remember what she said, but something comes out of her body and she has to put it back inside. Oh, yeah. Another back person in. has to wear, yeah. um, like, basically nappies um, forever because, mm. like, her, I don't know, her bladder, like, doesn't, it's just not the same anymore. So, basically, mm. and even um, Amina, she's... Um, uh she's a influence on instagram she had her baby when she was 18 mm. between 16 and 18 i can't remember yeah. exactly um she's yeah 30 plus now i think she was and, 16 um, actually she i think so because her daughter's yeah, quite grown was, yeah i think yeah. she was 16 actually um she's 30 something now and she posted on instagram the other day she's posted about this before but she posted it again recently and said that um, it takes a lot of confidence for her to to show her full um, midriff area because she still has loose skin from her pregnancy that she mm. had 14 plus years ago. And this woman works out. Like, I don't out. think anybody yes. understands. Like, she is toned, period. But she still has, like, loose skin around her midriff area and stuff like that. So it's just, like, these changes that happen to your body, like don't get me wrong mm. like obviously bringing life into this into this world is a beautiful thing but it is a sacrifice that i don't think men really deep and consider obviously some mm-hmm. men do and i think pe- men will deep it more like when their wives or girlfriends whatever like go through the process but mm. fam mm. no you're right you're right it i don't know for me it's very you know when you think about the amount of you know women that lose their lives you know giving birth it's it's a serious thing man like you said and I don't think a lot of men really understand the full extent as to where you know the changes that happen in a woman's body and the fact that it doesn't just all go away once you give birth Mm. I think that's what some of them think as well that you know it's just the nine months you firm it and then everything's honky-dory that's really not the case for a lot of women um and that's why it's so obviously important that and you are having a child, you're goddamn having it with someone that, you know, one, is going to be there for you during that time and also post that time as well. Um, That would definitely be helpful, obviously, um, and be the best environment to produce a child. But even just moving on from just the child and kind of going back to the show and the fact that it was talking about breast cancer, um, there was another lady on the show, I'm so bad with names, there was another lady on the show and she basically said that there was a history of breast cancer in her family and then she had like a lump that appeared and then she basically had to go and get get it checked out um, was it Lisa? Like a biopsy or whatever they do um to test the... yeah sorry the short you. she's short Honestly, isn't it? names guys i'm so bad yeah, but it was lisa. lisa yeah the short girl yeah, yeah yeah um and thank god in her i haven't obviously gone past too far but in the first round that she's got her results it came back that it was it wasn't um a cancerous a cancerous lump but um again it's kind of just it it just triggered something again within me and the fact that you know as women like I feel like we need to really talk about our health more and I think also kind of sharing symptoms and stuff is crucial in terms of educating others because I feel like for me anyway, I've learned a lot from stories of people saying, you know, and you know how everyone always says 
if only mm-hmm. I caught this early or if only I noticed this early. Um, and that plays in my mind. When I tell you every day, I'm, I am really not exaggerating. I mean, every day I am always checking one, my breath. Same. I check like anything. I don't it's know not why. every day, every other I day. Have, I, just, I just do. I don't yeah. know how to do it. Like I've done exactly. it, but like without trying to be like too crude or whatever. I actually really struggle mm. just because obviously I have like a larger like bust area yes. and I do check, but like mm. I remember when oh, they don't teach us about our bodies when we're young because you know obviously you have a lot of tissue there. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I was like, oh my mm. gosh, I've got a lump, not knowing that it was just tissue tissue. but yeah anyway i just don't know how they should teach us how i mean i do but at the same time i just don't think they should teach us what it could actually feel like because obviously i've got um larger breasts as well and obviously sometimes you'll be Mm -hmm. like oh wait is this no this is this is normal i don't know if this like you know but i just generally Mm. think that they should Mm. probably teach us like where we could feel it or how it would feel like or how it's different from actual tissue Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. that's a very very good point that's something that needs to be done um but I think for me I was lucky and I, don't, I don't even know why they did this because it was even a mixed sixth form and it was actually a boys school but we had like a set we had like a set education kind of day and they came in and spoke about um that mm. like cancer and then they basically showed like a mm. video on the screen and it showed like basically like a rule where you use your three fingers so it's like your index finger mm. your middle finger and then your, your, your mm. other finger and you basically run it around your breast and you press it in and you basically can feel it's like to the point where you can't push anymore mm. and then you rub your fingers along that line um and there's like a surface area that you kind of check and that's where you kind of look so for me i'm not joking when i say that even when i have like you know sometimes you, especially when it's that time of the month yeah you know, i have like a sharp pain and stuff like for me i'm always like oh my god like okay i know it's on my period but let mm. me still check like i automatically just check um and i think that i know it might be okay in my case i definitely know that i overdo it but i do genuinely think that it is such a crucial thing to talk about your symptoms talk about things because even for example other things that's like I don't know, maybe endometriosis, which a lot of women go through and experience in terms of heavy periods and stuff. Sometimes you just be thinking that, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure that loads of people go through this, but actually it could be mm-hmm. something that's true in something else. Do you know what I mean? And I think if as women we really, you know, and then there are women that are doing it, but it's just, I don't know, it, it needs to be happening a lot more, let's just say, a lot more frequently, those conversations need to be having because, yeah, I just feel like as women, there's a lot of things that our bodies kind of go through, Um and it can be really hard to spot sometimes. Um, obviously, not saying that men don't go through these things. Men do. But as women, I just, I, you know, I'm just I'm talking from a woman's perspective here. I just feel like it's something that needs to be to be spoken about a lot more. Um, and, yeah, I just I just don't want it to be a case for anyone that I know, my loved ones, whether I know you or not, to be fair. You know, where it's just like, you know, if only I know. Oh, I noticed mm. it, but I, I just kind of stayed at home. And I think sorry to kind of go on but I've you know I've just heard of so many scenarios and even my friend spoke to me the other day and you know where it's just like the doctors as well don't particularly help because you'll go to the doctor saying that this is happening and they say mm. oh take paracetamol or yeah. oh you know what I mean come back to us and so and so and I think one of my friends messaged me from work actually and said that um her her friend had been complaining about her like her elbow or something one of her bones in her body basically saying that she feels like something's off or like it's not really aligned or something and they said oh it's fine like give mm. it a couple of days just rest up you know <laughs> raise your leg all them typical kind of things right and then until she went to go 
off NHS, and obviously I'm not saying everyone has luxury, and you know, not even all private are correct, but she, until she went to one particular place and they looked and they literally said, we need what? to operate today because basically the, the friction of what's happening with your bones is causing hmm. something to wear off. And literally they were just like, I don't know how you were coping. And, you know, we've seen this with, like, influencers like Molly May, mm. where she spoke about her mole, where she literally had this mole for years. And it was only one doctor that looked at it and said, hold on a damn minute, this ain't looking right. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like, as women as well, if you know your body and you check these sort of things, when you do notice something, even though it might not be what it is, but because you've noticed that change, you're more likely mm. to be firmer when you're approaching the doctor. Because doctors it's so you. easy to kind of make you feel like, oh, you're exaggerating. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But you know when you know within yourself, nah, this ain't right. Like, I know this weren't here a week ago, or I know this is getting bigger. Then you're more convicted to kind of stick with your own story mm. and push it through. Um and yeah, sorry, I'm really speaking passionate about this, but it's something that really, really that like, reminds me of this I news know, article really I read um, a few months ago. This girl, she went to the doctor, I think, nine times. Um, every time they told her it was fine. Hmm. And she was basically yeah. saying, like, you don't understand, like, when I have sex, I bleed and it's very uncomfortable, something like this. And they were like, oh, no, you know, it's probably hmm. just your uh, hymen and this, this, it's very normal. Some women, da, da, da. Hmm. She died. Hmm. Hmm. she died um and hmm. it just reminds me of just loads of other times as well where you've gone to a doctor and like you say like you're saying like you know and the thing is I think sometimes we think that and I'm not saying obviously medicine is like one of the hardest degrees to get and you literally are in school forever like yep. literally people come and go come and go come and mm-hmm. go and you're still there like obviously I understand that you have to know mm-hmm. what you're talking about but like there's no one that knows your body more than you and so if you are saying if you're sure or even if you're not even 100% certain but you just have an inkling just check it out because for me now Mm. what I've started doing and honestly I hated biology at school but the one thing I remember that 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 this teacher told me was um during the lesson was make sure you keep a diary of like how you're feeling so Mm. for example um if I sometimes when I eat certain foods I feel unwell and it was it was getting quite regular actually mm. like I'd be eating stuff and I'd be feeling unwell and before I would just be thinking oh maybe is this maybe is that I'm not too sure but then after a while I was like you know what no let me start mm. logging it um, and then I started realizing I'll oh, actually around when I um, start ovulating if I eat these types of foods mm. it makes my tummy ache but if I hadn't mm. had done that I wouldn't mm-hmm. have known do you know what mm. I mean um mm-hmm. and I think it just mm-hmm. goes on that is a very, very, very good thing, actually, that you've pointed out here. And that's something, actually, I think I need, I need to even start doing myself. That monitoring or, you know, yeah. making a food diary or whatever kind of, whatever it is that you're dealing with, you know, making the diary of kind of what exactly you're mm. eating or what's happening. It just kind of makes you, as well, when you go to these doctors, you know, sometimes, fair enough, yeah, you might forget a little bit or you might not be exact. So they then they kind of, you know, prey on that and say, oh, well, you don't really know too much. But if you come in, saying no on this day this is what happened and then this is this is what happened then you know what i mean they can't really come and start saying you mm-hmm. don't know what's exactly. going on but you do exactly so and i think well. like that kind of leads on to like periods and stuff like oh i'm so glad to just mm. be talking about this you know because i feel like sometimes there's such a stigma around i don't know if like you guys have ever gone to like tweet about your period and you're just thinking like is this tmi but i'm not gonna lie like every woman gets their period mm. so whatever like it's not that deep bam 
understand. Do you know what I mean? I found like, someone like, dying. Like, like, I remember I was telling my friends or whatever, like, he was a boy. I was just like, he was like, oh, what are you doing today? And I was like, oh, I'm just taking the day off because I don't really feel very well. And then he was like, oh, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, it might be TMI, but yeah, I'm just having like a really painful period. He was like, TMI, Sharon. Like that happens every month. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, I just thought. <laughs> anyway, um, I can't lie. No, but some guys don't. Yeah, yeah. Like, bye, guys, man. Like, oh, but you're bad. already like, 25. Then, like, because of actually, period, get rid of them, man. Up. Get rid of them, man. Do you know what I mean? Or lack them. Oh, <laughs> anyway, oh, <laughs> anyway, shout. Um, I can't lie, and I don't know if I've been noticing it more now because I've been at home, but. The periods I have been hmm. experiencing of late. Oh, my days are just Damn. a mere geographical expression hmm. of just calamity. Are you joking, bruv? <laughs> They're so of the bluest. Of the bluest they are so painful. And like, honestly, they send me into a hmm. state of delirium. Like, I can't explain it more than that. Like, I yeah. actually can't focus on anything other than the pain that I'm feeling. And for me, I'm one of those people I hate mm. taking medicine. Like, I will only take medicine if I am on the verge of passing out. I know it's really bad, but, like, I don't know. I just don't want to get my body used to, like, always using, like, always needing, um like, painkillers to, like... Yes, mm. do you know what I mean? Mask the pain. Uh, yeah. So I'm yeah. one of those people I really mm. try not to, but... I know now because again I monitor this kind of stuff that the second day of my period is the worst. Um, the day I start is normally mm. like a surprise, not surprise, but like it's not like painful. Um, actually, that's a lie. Sometimes mm. it can be, but the second day is always the worst day, and it affects my vision mm. and it affects my back as well. I have mm. the worst back pains on my second day, and mm. again, like I don't know if I've just been noticing this more because I've been at home, but I don't remember them being this terrible mm-hmm. but then again every month mm-hmm. I think that's the worst pain I've ever felt so I don't know I think your body and this this must happen because you know how like some women will say like they you actually don't remember the pain of childbirth later because your body just can't store that kind mm. of pain in your mind like it can't keep that sort of mm. memory so you forget it but I think that's what happens mm. with your period as well like every month it just shocks me yeah that's definitely true and I think um I my journey with periods has been a I don't even know what to call it like I genuinely don't even know what to call it like, it's been a real roller coaster like I know like, I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate in terms of the fact that for me that time of the month was the worst time ever like even thinking about it it actually makes me really upset because thinking about the things that I couldn't do like I but but sometimes not even going to school because it was so bad and I had to take days off it was it yeah it's just really really it's uh, yeah it's just always been a bad time for me um but like you said Sharon I don't know again it might actually even just be the fact that I'm not as active I don't know what it is but the pain for me has been a lot more intense and a lot of women have also been saying that too so I'm not sure whether it's actually purely also based on stress and just also the feeling of being like in the lockdown all these things kind of contribute to how your body Mm. kind of deals with pain um so I think that definitely plays a massive part in it and also what for me has been the major revelation is the fact that 
ovulation ha. for me was never really something that I paid <laughs> attention to it's something that never really triggered any sort of thing in my body like I knew around this time like yeah my calendar will say oh you know what I mean yeah this is a uh, time to yeah, get yeah. pregnant or something like that you know what I mean um but it would never do anything in my mm. body but now two days before ovulation one day after oh my yeah. god I am feeling it like I feel like it's a basically a period without mm-hmm. the period if that kind of makes sense like the cramps are there the 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 just everything the pain the aches it's all there and it's so intense and it's like there's not even a period to even justify the feeling yeah. so you're just there feeling mm-hmm. like what the heck is all this um that for me has been the major change in my body and I and I and again I feel like this is something that a lot of women have come forward at this time and said that they've also experienced the same things so I don't know if it's an environmental Honestly, thing I really don't yeah. know how this thing when works. I'm ovulating it's but, like I yeah, can that, tell mm. and um before yeah. I don't know whether it's with yeah, age it's or I don't know what's going on but even like um mm. Mm. when it's my ovulation whatever thing like TMI, but like even sometimes, like you yeah. even I will even bleed and things. I'm thinking, what the hell? I'm thinking, what? Yeah, really? During yeah, relationship, I'm like, what the? I'm like, oh, what the hell is going God. on? Me that I was googling. I was like, what's going on with me? My body's changed. Uh, oh, you know, yeah, when you don't know what's going on, like, is it normal? I even had to ask my friend who's a doctor, like, um, is this normal for you? And she was like, yeah, yeah, it's normal with a lot of women. and it's funny, even me, even as like Sharon said, like we even be saying TMI. What's TMI about us bleeding, man? That's what's that's it's literally yeah, what happens um, every month. Honestly. And, um, and this is what causes a lot of women yeah, who are going quiet, through these yeah. sort of things to keep quiet because they feel like it's something that is not sh- mm. really to be discussed. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's blood. Ew. But really and truly, though, this is why these conversations need to happen because for me personally, I would have actually felt like my period pains was normal. Don't get me wrong. Feeling pain during your period is normal. Yeah. But actually, sometimes Yours the extent of it is not. At all. Um, yeah and i know for me I, I know for me it's not normal like really and truly it's not and i have to go in and i'm still in the process of you know going through that journey so pray for me in it but really and truly like i know that it's not right and i think if it wasn't for people speaking up about it because obviously like i don't know about you guys but you know i do speak to my mom about this fairly often and um you know some things are just he- like it's just things that have kind of been passed down if that kind of makes sense so if your mum had heavy periods you're more likely to have heavy periods all those sort of things there so um you know some of these things were kind of aligning with my mum but then I was feeling it my mum would just look at me like no nah, like I feel like we're actually in a lot more pain that yeah. I would have experienced if that kind of made sense yeah so I think you know yeah these things is just so important to, to kind of take mm. away this whole TMI tag from it because it's not too much information honey like you need to you need to be open with these sort of things. This is how your body is. It's a natural process. You're not the you're not the fault with this. Mm. You're not the person. You're the cause of it. You didn't start it. Do you know that another thing that's happen. really so... important about tracking things? And I think like, yeah, mm. I, for me anyway, I don't know how women go about their lives without a period tracker. Like, I don't know how they do. I, I don't know how they do that. actually mm. collapse. Oh. Like, I wouldn't be able to function as a Honestly. human being because I wouldn't. I rely me on either. that thing every day. There's times when I'm feeling a bit yeah. funky, like let's say like something's happened and I just feel like bursting into tears. But in my head, I'm thinking, why do I feel so emotional about this? Like it's really not mm. that deep. Um, and then I'll check my period mm. thing and it's like, oh, okay, I'm ovulating. Makes sense. 
um mm. or I'm feeling mm. sharp pains or my boobs are really hurting and I'm thinking what the heck is going on I check my period mm. and I'm like okay I'm ovulating but one thing that I wanted to say um so I've always had irregular periods for literally as long as I can remember as mm. of recently like the last three months I've had periods that are regular as mm. in it says it's starting on the 20th of the month and it starts on the 20th of the month that has never mm. ever happened to me before but anyway around mm. about November of last year I was panicking not panicking but I was really nervous because I had missed my period in October completely and I was just like what is going on because mm. I'm thinking like why has this like why have I missed the month like I don't understand what's happening and um, so I was stressed out about that mm. and then I went back in my period tracker because thank god I tracked my period and I noticed that October the year mm. before I'd also missed that month so I was like okay I guess this is mm. just a thing that happens to me then I did a bit of research and apparently weather changing can actually affect your menstrual cycle wow. Um, and it can make it longer or shorter mm. or you can miss periods or you can have heavier periods or you can have like two periods a month so that sort of mm. thing um and so it's that mm-hmm. like, I guess that's again just the importance of like tracking stuff because sometimes you can just get yourself like stressed out about stuff or thinking like what something's that? wrong yeah. when actually yeah. it just happens that for me around winter my period mm. is m- even more irregular than it already was um mm-hmm. But yeah, mm. the things that we go through with periods, oh gosh. Mm. And do you know what used to really upset Honestly, me as well? Like, like in yes. school, like I feel like they never really took you seriously. Definitely not. They don't. Hmm. They, they, they still don't. For the like some, okay, Facts. I have a friend who's never had period pains ever. But then there's people like you, obviously Beatrice, who have like you have severe period pains. Mm. But then some teachers will just be moving mm. like, oh, come on, it's only a period, just stick a tampon in and let's get on with it. And you're thinking, mm. but I'm actually And even like, even like when you be like, can I go to the toilet? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, no. I'm thinking, wait a minute. How are you no, telling you girls? Imagine? You have to now start explaining Yay. to a man, no teacher, I need, I'm on my period. <laughs> no teacher should Bam. be telling kids no, Bam. that they should not, that they can't go to the toilet. Oh, you should have. Even you if they want to go and sit in the toilet, honestly, and be talking, um, you should have gone at break. Just let them go. Because the hell you is never break? Know. What do you mean I should have gone at break? Do what you if, know what I mean? Because like, break that happens honestly, twice. Because a when day, I was um in school, and I obviously my mum would talk to me about periods and stuff. She'll be like, um, when you're on your period, like have set times where you'd um go to the toilet. It'll make it a lot easier. So obviously, when you go, you just change or whatever. So if I've got mm. a set time and I need to go, yeah, yeah. How are you telling me no? I can't go. And there'll be sometimes mm, you have a stretch bam, of three like hours bam. of lessons where mm. you don't have a break. So, do you know what a I mean? Break. Exactly. Mm. It's so mm. no. Honestly, like I'm even just sorry. I just saying. I'm just thinking about so many things that periods have caused, and they're still causing in my life. Like so, obviously, I've touched on the fact that, like for example, with me, um, I definitely experience heavy periods. And I don't even need to say TMI, but again, listen, if you feel uncomfortable with these sort of things, I guess, whatever. But um, <laughs> you can skip. But um, for example, with me, um, I made a switch and shout out to my girl Renee because in really, honestly, like this. I say, talk about this all the time. Any of my, yeah, all my friends, you know, know that this is something that I speak about all the time. And the fact that 
I switch, made the switch from using pads to tampons. I know there's a massive thing about tampons and the fact that tampons aren't safe and all those things. And don't get me wrong, I, I understand that definitely there's the whole, you know, the, the toxic, I think it's TSSS, which is, you know, the toxic something syndrome, basically, yeah. um, which is to do with the chemicals that are stored in tampons. I, I understand yeah. that. I'm acknowledging that. But let me just talk about my own experience, Sha. So for me, I was always using pads before. I always had to use nighttime pads. I could never use any kind of, thin normal pads that anyone would see in the store it had to be like a full-on nighttime pad which you know is basically like five or six centimeters and you can't even even discreetly have it it's It's like a long (laughs) no no i couldn't it I couldn't. I couldn't even wear stuff that yeah, was like thin yeah. because oh, it would clearly mm. show at the back. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so basically, shout out to my friend Renee because this is up until uni, guys. Like, I was still struggling with this. And she was literally like, Beach, I think you should just try tampons. Um, and, you know, she took me through the whole process, had to put it in, showed me all them things there. And I literally, mm. honestly, from that point on, my life has definitely changed dramatically. Like, I am now able to do things that I could not do. Like, even just simply sometimes just walking down to the store like going on an errand I couldn't Mm. do before my period like I just couldn't um but now I can but even so with that I'm still a person that suffers from heavy periods so I can't for example now and I think it's happened like recently maybe even last summer or something I can't go to a party if I'm on my period and I don't know that there's going to be a Mm. clean toilet or something in the area like you won't see me there I can't go on a journey that's going to last more than Mm. two hours if I can't stop Mm. to go and use a toilet to change because it will trigger me. You know, with periods with tampons as Mm. well, like your stomach will start hurting. That's basically what the TSS is when it's in for too long. So for me, I can't do anything that doesn't allow me to have access to a toilet every single hour and a half to two hours. Um, And it's just like all these sort of things like, you know, you just be battling it alone and you'll be thinking mm. like do, do you get what i'm trying to say like you just there's so many things that we go through especially with periods that you just you don't realize actually this is a mm. sign that something is wrong um and you'll just be there battling it and also if i was there and i didn't say anything i'll just be there with my my pads not even being able to move not being able to do anything i'm not saying everyone should just start making the switch that's going to be life-changing there's so many other kind of devices out there even the cups for example my friend uses a menstrual cup and that just changed her life completely mm. do you know what i mean there's like you just need to mm. do your research and also it helps when people are open to have these conversations where they talk about oh i made this switch try this do you know what i mean there's so many things and you know you need to be open to to making your life easier don't think that it has to be mm. this way forever and that's something for me that i was always like no it has to be this way but yeah one thing i always talk about when it comes to periods is the fact that for me tampons i was li- um i was literally gonna tweet this today because i'm on my period at the moment um about how tampons has changed my life mm. because um but then i just thought tmi but whatever i'll probably tweet after this ed- um episode <laughs> but um now i'm feeling empowered but anyway today today um, <laughs> i went on obviously a really long journey like i explained it was like a four-hour journey um and I'm on my period Mm. like I mentioned and I was just thinking like how Mm. the heck when they were saying you're gonna have to pick up your your laptop this week I was thinking of all the weeks you know like why does it have to be the week that I'm on my period because how the heck am I gonna do this yeah um but Mm -hmm. so what I did was I hate using public toilets but I've used the toilet at Paddington before so I know that it's actually clean there um so I was like, okay, cool. Mm. I'll just put in a tampon in the morning, like a big one, like a super plus or whatever. When I get to Paddington, mm. 
that will be like an hour and a half or whatever to get there and then I'll change mm. and then when I get off at the station when I get to to client or whatever I'll change again um and that's mm. what I did but if I yeah, no. had I would have been feeling so mm. uncomfortable like honestly uncomfortable. with tampons if you yeah. do it correctly and you change that often and stuff as often as you need to um you won't feel like you're eating mm. your period and honestly there's if you don't yeah. if you want to try yeah. tampons and maybe you've tried because I had a I think everyone knows this when I first started trying tampons honestly it took me like a year because even longer I think because um I didn't know how to insert mm. them very well but one of my friends Simi she taught me um so shout out to her no I'm not to discriminate no yeah, yeah, yeah if it works for, for you me. it works for you but if you're someone that feels uncomfortable while it honestly there's other things out there that can make you mm-hmm. feel less uncomfortable so explore it like obviously you mentioned tampons but like i mentioned there's menstrual cups that people put in um that also do that's amazing and make they make you feel clean you don't feel like you're sitting in anything at all so just be open to trying different ways to kind of you know um different ways to kind of yeah monitor your body. So, oh, i don't even know what you even call it capture your period dispose track. of your blood no, dispose uh, of your blood yeah now let's actually like, normalize like, like, like I think it's girls as in girls that are listening let's actually just normalize talking about periods mm-hmm. man because i think it's so yeah especially for girls as well like yeah you should be free you should be free like you should yeah well. like, let's actually normalize it because what the hell like we we need it to like to produce mm. life at the end of the day so um mm, yeah it's mm. very it's very normal and I think there's been a whole stigma about it and I think as well it doesn't really help that they don't really talk about it much mm. at school and stuff and so you're kind of forced to like mm. learn everything by yourself like mm. and sometimes you can't like, yeah, they're not like clued up. they aren't really that much of a help do you know what I mean like you said you know yeah they're not clued up um and yeah sometimes you just need to be able to have these conversations mm. with your friends or whatever um and, and you know they're the ones that can help you people that are currently going through it at the same age kind of experience the same hormones and all those sort of things as you like there's no one else better to talk to than those people so Definitely. yeah just be open and have those conversations okay guys so that brings us to the end of this episode i hope you guys enjoyed this one i i did and i really think that there's a lot of key things to take away from this episode um as always make sure you guys tune in every monday i think we drop our episodes make sure you follow us on our socials at bts pod underscore on twitter and instagram and yeah we'll be back again next week with another episode i'm looking forward to the one next week i think it'll be really good and yeah we'll see you guys in our next one bye guys Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.